Hello, everybody. I am Lindsay Zarniak. And I'm MJ Acosta Ruiz. And welcome to On Her Turf at the Olympics. We are so excited because this is going to be a show like you have never heard at the Olympics. We're turning the spotlight solely on the incredible women competing on the world's biggest stage. The ones who inspire us with their athleticism, their grit, their perseverance. There is so much to talk mm -hmm. about, MJ. This is where we get to do all of that. And trust us, we will. Every day of the Tokyo Olympics, we will be dedicating each minute of this show to bringing you those stories from incredible accomplishments on the field to the historic barriers that have prevented women's sports from receiving the investment and attention they deserve. We will be covering all of it. This podcast is presented by NordaTrack from iFit. Joining us now, one of the younger athletes, 19-year-old swimmer Emma Wyant, who on day one of these Tokyo Olympics won silver in the 400-meter individual medley. It is so good to see you, Emma. Thank you so much for having me. I mean, Emma, first of all, welcome to On Her Turf at the Olympics. We are focused all on women like you and what you are doing out there at the Olympics. Uh, 19 years old, already have an Olympic medal. A girl at 19, I was running around like a freight train. So, I mean, can you just talk to me a little bit about sort of the dedication and the discipline you've had to prepare yourself to go to the Olympics? Yeah, I mean, I think in a sport like swimming, it uh, it really instills that in you at a young age, uh, working hard, staying organized, um, and being dependent on your teammates, um, being held responsible, because obviously in swimming, it's the time, so there's really no and nothing subjective about it. Um, and I think kind of growing up in the sport, um, I learned that from a young age that it was going to take discipline to get to this level. What Was there a moment that, and we talk about this, like for, mm -hmm. for us, for me, certainly there is a moment where you realize, okay, this is what I really want to do. Right. What was the moment for you where the Olympics became the dream? Take us there. Um, I think that, I mean, most people would say it's a dream since they started, but I think the cool part for me is when it kind of switched into a goal. Um, I think that happened for me about two years ago. Um, I won my first national title, and I think that kind of put me in the conversation for possibly making an Olympic team. Um, and then, obviously, this year, that was the whole focus, getting through trials and then getting to eventually compete at the Games. Um, and then once I got here, kind of being in the environment of Team USA, I think that winning a medal, there was really no other option. <laughs> like, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do it for my teammates. Um, and in an event like the 400 AM, there's so much history. I mean, all the women who came before me, like Elizabeth Beisel, Katie Hoff, Maya Dorado, um, I just really wanted to make them proud. So and when you make that a reality, what's the biggest surprise? Um, I think really understanding that you reached that and that goal was achieved and kind of oh. moving on to the next thing after that. You know, I, I want to oh, talk about your, your sisters for a moment because I, I can only imagine how hard they're freaking out right now. Not because they're surprised <laughs> that you made it here, but just that this is happening, everything that you've trained for. And of course, the family support system, I'm sure, is very important to you. What has been um, sort of the, the, the conversations like as you're leading up to this road to Tokyo amongst you and your sisters? Yeah, um, my younger sister, Gracie, she also swims with me every day. So I think she really helps me cope with the stress. I mean, she got to yeah. be with me at trials. Um, and she was the first person I got to see after my race. Mm -hmm. um, there's a bunch of pictures of us hugging, which are my favorite things ever. Um, and then today, I think she was the first person to text me after my race. Um, and I mean, having them here, having all their support, um, even when they're not here, 
um, I'm just so grateful for because I have three of them and they certainly make life interesting. <laughs> what did she text you? Do you mind sharing that with us? Yeah, I mean, she just told me she was proud of me. Um, I mean, like, this is something that we both talked about for so long. Um, and I'm just, I'm so excited to see her. I miss her so much. Oh, that's so Aww. sweet. By the way, I need a moment. Congrats to Gracie for getting that first text in. Cause I'm, you know what? I bet you she had it ready in her drafts, right? Like ready to send to you. She knew she was going to get the first one. And when you're saying that like you dreamed about it together, is it a situation like sisters where you're just talking, pretending, growing up at right. some certain point? Yeah, I mean, like both growing up swimming, I think that was definitely something we both always like talked about as kind of like something that was so far reached. Um, and then kind of getting to this level where it's it's getting closer and it's more attainable is really cool. Um, and you know, like I'm her older sister, so kind of getting to experience it first is really cool. Um, and trying to like set the best example I can for my younger ones. You know, Emma, one thing that really stood out to me that you told us today was when your dream turned into a goal. That implies intention and focus. I am so proud of you, so excited for you, and congratulations again. Thank you so much That's for joining us. That's a great point you just right? made. I mean, that was really, Dream yeah. to a goal? No. You know how long it took me to yes. figure that out? And, and you, said, you said, think about what's next, the next thing. Is there a next thing, real quick? I mean, this was my first international trip. I mean, I'm really excited. I hope I get to do this again in the future. Um, and try to put myself in the best position I can in the next three years. Um, my advice to you is to get some more pages for that passport girl, because watch, this is just the beginning for you. <laughs> How exciting. Emma, thank, thank you. you so much for being with us. Go enjoy it. Maybe get a little sleep if you like uh, and get ready for that next chapter of yours. Can't wait to see what you do next. We will be thank following you, Emma. you for sure. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. The most decorated beach volleyball player in history, Carrie Walsh Jennings. Three gold medals, one bronze. She's joining us now in studio. I was gonna start with what you're most excited about, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna pivot here. When you're watching that video, Carrie, what goes through your mind? Is there one of those moments that stands out the most to you? No, I mean, it's just the whole collection yeah. of everything that I've been able to witness and be part of. It's my life has been such a fairy tale, especially, I mean, my whole life. Like, my whole life, sports and non-sports. And so to see that, like, I just want more. It's like, put yeah. me in coach, I'm ready. So to yeah. be here with you guys is such a blessing, like lemonade from lemons. Um, <laughs> but you know, like, I want to be there. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. Paris is three years away. That's so it. there's a chance. But yes. um, yeah, I haven't figured that stuff out yet, but I love montages. I should start every day like that. <laughs> right, right, we can right. create oh. you your own highlight right, reel. You know, that's that what a lot of football you. players use. So that'd be great. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Make sure that's on deck. We should all have one of them. We should, this, yeah, I agree. Exactly. I agree. Um, but, you know, beach volleyball, one of the only team sports really with with just two people. Yeah. It's so important. It's it's very much a partnership, a marriage, if you will, in some aspects. Um, how, how big of a role does that partnership? 
partnership really play um, as you're getting ready for games? Oh, it's everything. Yeah. It's absolutely, I mean, number one, you have to lead yourself first. Totally. Um, and you have to show up with all you have. And the more you accountability you hold yourself, that you can bring that to your team and then you mm -hmm. rise together. It's so yeah. beautiful. But the partnership is everything. It's my favorite part. Yeah. I have played with the champion of all champions, Misty May Trainer, for three Olympics, and she's just my girl forever. Ra April Ross, who's representing USA with Alex yeah. Simon in Tokyo, um, Brooke Sweat, this go around, you know, it's and, and a couple other ones. It's the partnership and relationships is what it's all about for yeah. me. I play a team sport for a reason. But beach volleyball is rad because I'm so accountable and yet I'm so dependent. And yeah, I, I love that. And that's a fine balance, though. Yeah. That's oh, not totally. right. It's not easy, I would imagine, to find that. Americans, you mentioned April Ross and Alex Kleinman. They won their first match against China, two sets to zero. When you saw that, what were your takeaways, Carrie? When I saw this match, uh -huh. yeah, they're you know they're on a mission. These girls are very physical. They're very focused. They played a Chinese team that no one's seen in a year and a half. And so they have a lot of unknowns there, but April and Alex are there to win, you know, and I think that was very evident. Yeah. yeah. Best chemistry building? Do you have a, a, a tidbit a for best oh. chemistry building? And well, we find food is a big one it, for it, those <laughs> two of us. It's our love language. We each other. for sure. No, the best piece, piece of marriage advice I ever got, which applies to partnerships yeah. you know, on and off the court on set, is that when you feel like running away, come together. Amazing. All right, oh, Carrie, she's gonna I'm going to use that in my husband. Uh, right, but I'm we kidding. are going to take just a little break here on her turf at the Olympics. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Right, and welcome back uh, as we continue here on so On Her Turf at the Olympics. Oh, gorgeous sight. We are so honored to be joined today by two incredible athletes. Get ready, y'all. We have Carrie Walsh Jennings, of course, and joining us from Tokyo, Lori Hernandez in the virtual house, I guess we can say. Virtual house. <laughs> nice. house. There she goes. Yes. Hi, Lori. Hello, hello. How's it going? Amazing. Yay. We're so, so happy. All three of us have been chatting for a bit now incredibly hyped to have you now as part of this conversation. Laura, I'll actually just start with you. What have you been observing at the Olympics that you are uh, really sort of thinking back on that you think is really important to talk about? Yeah, I think, well, I mean, kind of just stating, I guess, the elephant in the room, which would be like the COVID delay and having um, that full year of just extra training and extra time to wait. Um, we finally get to see these athletes go out there and shine. And we, I got to meet some athletes today from uh, skateboarding who got a medal. And like with that being a new sport, in addition to the Olympics, there's just a lot of excitement going on that they finally get to get out there. That is so cool when you talk about that too and being around the buzz of it all. Mm -hmm. Both of you ladies, I was interested in finding out how, um, both of you obviously wanted to be competing in these Olympics, right? So what is it like to go from the disappointment to shifting the mindset? Yeah. And what has that been like for both of you? And we can start with you, Carrie. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know if I've really put words to my emotions yet. Yeah. You really? know, especially on camera, if you want me to cry. <laughs> but, uh, no, no. No, you know, it's been kind of a roller coaster for sure. Yeah. Um, for me, I had a bad year. 
And in sports, you either win or you lose right. based on your performance. And so it's very clear. I think when I understand something, I can get over something quickly. And then after that, it's just a decision. Mm -hmm. What's next? I'm going to move forward powerfully. And I got this beautiful invite to be here with you guys. So it is what it is. But the fire is more stoked. Totally. You know? And so I don't know what I'm going to do with that fire. Heartbreak, you know, is, is part of growth. And I'm mm -hmm. just going to make the best of it. So the heartbreak stokes the fire a bit. 100%. Is what you, yeah. Well, the journey, all of it, like the Olympics, you know, like Lori, like I'm so excited you're there. I don't know if I'm tough enough to be there, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm watching on TV is hard enough, but God bless you, mama. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, we were watching prelims tonight and it just, you know, I, I love these girls and I want them to do as best as they possibly can. So it does feel very easy to root for them. Uh, but kind of like you mentioned before, like we were trying for a shot to get out there. And so when it doesn't happen, it's not a failure, but it is a big loss. And um, I'm kind of just letting, I guess, like grieving and excitement coexist totally. at the yeah. moment. But so, it's also yeah. something that, you know, all of us can relate to it. And it's in any different facet of life, right? Yeah, so I think yes. it's so cool that you guys are open about it and that you talk about it because it's just, everyone's been there. Well, right. Not on the Olympic stage, but like... Right. It's all the same. I mean, the parallels in life are just incredible. And yeah, yeah but this is, life is a rainbow. It's not black mm -hmm. and white, you know? And I think it's beautiful to have contrasting emotions. You know, they lead you somewhere. So. Yeah. 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 Very true. No question. I mean, but to that end, Carrie, now um, you've gone to spend a little more time at home with your family. So what has that time at home this summer uh, really taught you? You know, it all kind of started last year with the pause. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was mm -hmm. like, I was like a caged lion. <laughs> I need to go do something. You know, right. the Olympics are supposed to be happening. And, and, but it was such a blessing to spend so much time with my children. I have three children. They're incredible. My husband, who is just a champion. And so to have the past year to be with them so often, yeah. like it was just a remembrance of, gosh, we love each other. Yeah. We actually like each other. And, you know, we're in this Thank together. goodness. Thank goodness. You know, because it's hard. It's One true. House, you know, thank goodness we have a little space. But it was just, it's like that's my number one priority yeah. and when you're an athlete when you're chasing big dreams you have to sacrifice a lot and the number one sacrifice for me has always been leaving my family yeah. it's a choice I'm not a victim it comes with a job um, that being said it was a beautiful blessing to get to know my kids again and my husband you know mm -hmm. oh, I love that what about you Lori I mean similar for you your childhood essentially was spent in a gym training nonstop. you got a little bit more time I assume now uh, to be with the fam yeah, I mean, it was so nice to get that extra year, actually. I had a huge silver lining. My sister was pregnant at the time with Aww. my nephew. And so, like, I was supposed to be training for Tokyo, and then we got news of the year-long delay. And I train in California, my family and my siblings are out in New Jersey. And so I flew back home, um, and I just got to watch her grow and, like, watch this little kid come into the world. And that was a moment or, like, a season of time between, like, two sisters that like I was not supposed to get so I was super excited to be there for that that is so cool what Lori from your perspective too what is something that you're just really that you feel like should be talked about at these Olympics and now that you've been there and you've been able to observe a little yeah. bit what are you most excited about getting out there Ooh, I think in terms of excitement it, it kind of goes back to just being excited that these athletes get to go out and compete What's really difficult is not having spectators. We have an athlete, um, Kohei Uchimura. He's from Japan and he was competing and fell on bars. And from my understanding, I think that's his last routine that he might ever do wow. and there were no spectators. Wow. And he has won the last two Olympic Games and he should have had a standing ovation when he left the arena, but instead it was dead silent. And I can't imagine what he's feeling right now. Ugh, see, that's the other part from a competitor standpoint, I would imagine, Carrie, that really hits home. I mean, wow. but the, this yeah. is the perspective we love, right, Lindsay, to hear yeah. from, from you guys who have competed, who have been there um, on what it feels like in a totally different lens. Yeah. Thank you both, Carrie, Lori. I mean, what a way to close out 
today's yeah, show. Yeah, and it's, I mean, but I think, and that's so important too. What Lori just said, it's about the uh, you think about the mental part of the preparation, but then the potential end for somebody Correct. and that it's like something yeah. that I, I hadn't even considered. So yeah. All right. Thank you guys. Thank, Thank you, you Lori. My pleasure. Thank you, Lori. Thank, Thank you, Carrie. This is the end for today, but don't you worry because on her turf at the Olympics, we'll be streaming for free on Peacock every day of the games. Tune in Monday through Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern Sundays at six. I'm MJ Acosta for yes. Lindsay Zarniak. We will be back tomorrow. Make sure you follow on her turf. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts and be sure to follow On Her Turf on Twitter and Instagram. This podcast is presented by NordaTrack from iFit.